This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabitha Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tab Samir. And I'm here with one of my favorites from Vanderpump Rules. You got Arian Maddox in the house. Hey, how's it going? Talking about names and see how I just screwed that up. Oh my God. I was telling her how I've been screwing up people's names lately and I got nervous saying hers just now. I was also looking like right at you when you said it. Well, welcome. Thanks Hi. for making me feel good. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm really happy for you to be on here. I love the show. It's like, you know, Vanderpump Rules is like one of the hits on Bravo. Oh, yeah. Um, and I definitely need to ask you about this season and what's going on and just everything because it was a crazy season opener last week oh my gosh it's good right <laughs> yes. that first episode we really came out of the gate strong lady licking involved <laughs> oh my god right <laughs> yeah yeah this whole season is going to be really good and what's cool about it in my opinion is that it's different and i think it honestly might be the best season we've ever had really? the dynamics are also so different and so there's not one driving force like there has been in seasons past where mm-hmm. you know season two was like this Kristen and Jack's thing yes and that drove the entire season well, season one was Sassy and Sassy and Jacks that yeah. drove the whole yeah, season it really did you know and then you know season three and four there was there was always some sort of like driving story that took you through the whole season absolutely what's so cool to me about this season is that there's there's ups and downs with everybody mm-hmm. and it's really I think it's going to be really fun to watch um, I had a lot of fun living it yeah. so I mean you always hope that the way you lived it is the way that you'll see it yeah. you obviously don't know how everything shakes out you don't know how it's going to end up being told right because yeah. the thing is is that we shoot how like, all the time you and they like have hours and hours, hours of footage and, yeah. they have to create and that. somebody has to go ahead and say this is what we're going to show and this is not what we're going to show. Yeah. They just it's just the name of the game. Well, I mean, it's not like the show is every day at four o'clock, like, you know, right. back in the day. It's not like the Big Brother yeah. house where there's like a live yeah. feed where you can just keep watching well, us somebody all the time. that I know is doing Big Brother. I don't know if I can say yet she's a big reality star. And oh. I'm just like, girl, get it. That's a oh, lot. Man. I, I don't know do if that. I could deal with that. I, the answer for me is absolutely no. I, I think I would lose my mind. Yeah, I'm going to lose my mind. You know, it's really kind of funny, too, because I'm noticing the thing that I like about the Vanderpump Rules show is also the friendships. A lot of times when you see shows, the friendships don't feel genuine. Mm-hmm. And I think that the friendships and the hate when it comes from a place of actually knowing each other, yeah. it doesn't seem forced. Yeah, I think that's because, you know, you see other shows, a lot of times other shows are cast mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily know each other that well. So or at all. yeah, that's it or at all, mm-hmm. right? They might meet on the first day of filming. And yep. I think that that does make a huge difference. For and us. I think like when I say an example of another show that I feel that way about is Shaw's Sunset mm-hmm. because they all know each other. Yeah. And um, sometimes when they introduce a new cast member that 
doesn't necessarily know them before. It's like so obvious. It's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. That sticks out. Yeah. Um, so one of the, your your kind of things is well, you and Tom, you guys had this relationship. You guys are still together, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously I saw that <laughs> last week. But, you know, one of the things in the past I want to talk about is you didn't want to, you're saying you don't want to get married. No, um, I don't. And I find that interesting because so many girls on their first date are already planning their wedding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, what is it about you and that whole thing? What's your stance on why? Just yeah. for other people to um, So for me, it's not so much marriage that I, that I am turned off by. It's kind of the way that other people treat weddings and engagements. So, huh. you know, I, if I could go home and... Give Tom a high five and be like, hey, we're married. That would be fine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love a good party. Yeah. And of course, I love a good dinner and yeah. a beautiful space, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. But what bugs me is that the second somebody gets in, there's like all of these unspoken or honestly spoken rules yeah. about you're supposed to have a ring. I mean, I don't really, yeah. it's not really my style of jewelry. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if he buys you an ugly one. Sorry, not sorry. I just, I'm not really into like the white gold or the platinum and Did the Did you ever watch, thing. we ever Sex in the City Watcher where the guy gives her like a oh, pair. Oh, I remember, remember that. that? And her friends are like, like ah, ah. And then you're supposed to make the girl feel guilty for not liking the ring because it's all about the love. But no, right. society's told us it's about the ring. Yeah. Like, that's there's the first like this thing. Whole, there's all these things that society and that other people put on mm-hmm. your engagement and your wedding. So like the second you get engaged with this ugly ass ring, mm-hmm. then somebody <laughs> comes and says, oh, my God. So, like, what are you going to do for your bachelorette party? Yeah, it's yeah. like, why do I have to do that? Yeah. Why do I have to wear mm-hmm. like there's just all of these rules. Yeah. And so it's not so much about marriage. It's the way that other people treat mm-hmm. the couple that's going to get married. Well, and some women lap that up, you know, like some for some women, um, it's like their moments in life. Like, it's all about right. Me. They, they they revel in the the attention and whatever. And, th- and that's totally fine. Like, mm-hmm. I get why you would. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are giving you presents. Mm-hmm. People are, you know. Treating you special. They're yeah, like mini that's, celebrities. That's awesome. That's yeah. a great thing. And especially but, these girls, like, we all know, like, the girls that get married, like, pretty much right out of high school, they're they're treating it much more like that than right. somebody who's a little bit older. Yeah, everybody well, I know who got married out of high school, almost everybody mm-hmm. I know who got married out of high school or college are all divorced now. Yeah. So, or and that was only like, there. that was not even graduated college like not even 10 years ago. Yeah. So, but it's all downhill from there. Like, I, I know people who graduated from high school and, um, they got married like to their high school sweetheart and some of them you know years later whatever it's great and some of them it's like yo it was really that was your peak huh yeah <laughs> oh no I'm, an, I'm like feeling feisty today um, <laughs> yeah get it girl yeah I know so it's just interesting to see that because you know I was um, I, I, I kind of feel like for me at this stage in my life I'm looking at planning a life with somebody that's with kind nobody of more, specifically but yeah uh, as opposed to a wedding that's yeah know? and that's kind of that's really more of more what I feel comfortable with um I, it's so weird. I know I'm on a reality show, but I'm pretty private Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty, I'm what my best friend described is she's like, you're probably the weirdest person in reality TV because you're an introvert on a reality show. Yeah. And that is probably a little weird. And I think that's way, maybe why sometimes I feel uncomfortable with certain levels of attention and like big groups of people. Like, so I, for me, all of that attention and all of that, like, you know, everyone talking about like what dress you're going to wear. Like to me, I, that just feels uncomfortable for yeah, me. So, I get it. but planning a lifetime with somebody, that is something that 
you know, I value and I definitely would be interested in that. I just think that when it comes to signing that piece of paper and saying vows, it Mm -hmm. would probably be like a very small thing. Well, I look at somebody like um, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Oh my God, they're, I love them so much. I do too. They never got married. Yeah. And it's sort of like... I get it. Yeah. You know? um, I really I, do love them so much. I know, Tom and I talk about them all the time. See? So how did I know that? I didn't. That's but crazy. it just, I was like thinking about when you were talking about it because uh, they, I feel like there's something about getting married that's stabilizing. Like mm-hmm. you're like, this man is never going to leave me, this woman. You know what I mean? You well, kind you know, of, you got tax breaks, yeah, you got all <laughs> these things. But then there's also something about getting married where you're like, holy shit, I'm stuck. You know, I'm stuck. So I think that maybe the reason the two of them never got married, I don't know, but it just worked for them, you know? It just worked. I I think, too, sometimes it's the same thing as when you start dating somebody Mm -hmm. and you want to, you hesitate to put a label on it Mm -hmm. because labels already come with subsets of rules and expectations. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those rules and expectations almost make you get in your head too much and change something that was good to begin with Mm -hmm. that you didn't maybe need to mess with. Well, you guys did have a wedding on the show. We did. Yeah, Katie got married. Yeah. um, But that's what she really wanted. Like, I remember the the whole thing about he gave her like a ring. What was it? Yeah, it was the ring Ring on a string. string. (laughs) Yeah, it was a ring on a necklace, which... You know, I understand he had good intentions behind mm-hmm. it and he had it engraved on the inside and it was like, it was a sweet gesture, but mm-hmm. it was definitely, Tom Schwartz is notorious for like saying and doing things that are well-intentioned, but like completely at the wrong time yeah, yeah. or like to the wrong person. Right. And that was an example of that. Right. Because she had openly expressed that she wanted to get married and then here he takes her aside mm-hmm. into this like private space which by the way if you're going to propose to somebody do not do it at someone else's wedding because it's really oh, tacky. Oh that's so lame. Yeah, but I, but you know that in her mind she's like why is he doing this? Mm-hmm. Like this is so weird. Mm-hmm. And then to pull out this ring on a necklace like oh my god. <laughs> I, I mean you gotta love him but. I know. <laughs> they obviously so made up for it because the, the proposal last year it was really was cute. really cool. Um, so you and him are going you and Tom are going strong. Oh yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah. Not not me and the other, <laughs> me and my Tom. <laughs> so um, you're yeah. I just realized I completely flipped like that. So really, at this point, you are just keeping on with your. I don't want to necessarily get married, but yeah. You but we have like lots of plans mm-hmm. for the future. Yeah. But our plans for the future are more revolving around. We really want to buy a house. Yeah. So we. I mean, we've been saving. Did you guys and move into credit. a new place this year? No. No. We're, we just rent. We we kind of put in. The thing is about this apartment that I live in with Tom. Uh-huh. Tom's lived there for like 12 years. Yeah. And it's rent control. Yeah. And so why would you? Why would you it's no. two bedroom, two bath in West Hollywood. Oh, man, it's no, like, no, why no, no, would no. you ever leave? Was it $900 and it's like, a month? <laughs> I mean, okay. it's pretty. Do, do, do. Yeah, I get it. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but let's just, I'll just say, you know, it's an amount that allows us to save. Yeah. And that's what we've been doing. So, but because, you know, we don't necessarily think it's the best, most amazing looking apartment, mm-hmm. we've put little things into renovate it so like we put in a dishwasher we put in a backsplash we put in a chandelier in the dining area yeah, make it look nice we did a lot of painting yeah we're trying to like because things all, it that don't like you, that don't require a whole yeah. lot of money yeah but, but the that, creativity but that are a little bit more um just kind of a band-aid yeah it just looks like everybody had new places this year i was like is everybody moving to like new yeah apartments pretty year? much everybody everybody besides us and sheena yeah yeah. Okay. So last season, last you know, this particular season is going to be a little bit more 
spicy, a little bit more like ups and downs. Yeah. I know that you've got like one of the reasons I kind of wanted to bring you on isn't just to talk about Vanderpump Rules, even though I love the show. It's like, what else are you kind of planning for yourself? Because, you know, you said you are kind of introverted. There's not a lot that I see out on social media or written about you that talks about your other activities and what else you're doing. I've always been I've always been kind of um, the kind of person that does a lot of things Mm -hmm. Um, either I'm the first person to do it or I do things more often than other people, but I don't talk about it. Yeah. I always you're, feel you're weird private. like putting I'm pretty private. I always yeah. feel weird like putting things out there. Almost like, everything about you is your relationship with Tom and the show. Yeah. And that's it. And I'm like, yeah, no, they I don't, there's gonna be more. You don't you're not gonna watch Vanderpump Rules and like really see a whole lot of my life. Yeah. You'll only see how my life relates to this certain group of people. And is that because you want it that way or is that just how the game is right now? I think it's just it's a little combination yeah. of both. It's just one of those things where you know I have so much going on that's like outside of that mm-hmm. so it's hard to bring other people who are on Vanderpump Rules yeah. like into my outside exactly. existence well I mean are there things that you're doing projects yeah. that you're working on that we get to see yeah so one thing that I think that one thing that I know you'll be seeing on the show this season is my efforts on a cocktail book that oh, I've been wow. working on yeah that's amazing yeah so it's being pitched to publishers right now and I do you have a name or you cannot have you, that's we the have hardest a working part title. we have a working it's the title. kind of the hardest part can yeah. you tell me what it is our working title is this rounds on me oh I like it it's cute right this rounds on me <laughs> said nobody cheap ever right. <laughs> so we all know that person who's right. like yeah I'll get the next one yeah you will yeah, okay <laughs> but I like that yeah so um, I'm really hoping that that takes off it's something that I've worked really hard on mm-hmm. and you know obviously I've been bartending for a long time now and I've worked at some of the biggest and best places in New York and mm-hmm. now in LA and being on this show is like one of those things where I just would love for people to be able to see more of of me and yeah. see that you know I, I'm a really strong believer that hard work pays off. Yeah, me and too. So I'm always trying to make sure that I'm working hard on things that I believe in. Yeah. So so one of the things you kind of that I like is that you are actually a bartender and you actually like bartending. Sounds yeah, like it. Yeah. So how did you come up with the idea for the book? Um, well, I was talking to a friend of mine who I partnered with on this book, and we basically were like, what's a, what's a way to get people cocktail recipes that they can make at home that are different and yeah. fun and yeah. cool? So we d- thought it would be a cool idea to take food to drink because I mean hello I love to eat Mm -hmm. so we were thinking of like a French toast cocktail we have um, a cereal milk cocktail be the best liquid diet ever yeah we have like a caprese (laughs) salad cocktail like these are all things that we've been working on so what you're saying is like the cocktail is actually like emulates the taste of that food right as opposed to pairing yeah. That's pretty fabulous. Yeah. I'm sure you have a pumpkin spice one because you know every girl, every girl in the fall. <laughs> it's like too soon this year. I'm saying pumpkin spice in July, but yeah. I, the, they put up the freaking Christmas tree at the Grove before Halloween. We so, can't. you know, we're, we're really moving into the... It's too much. It's too I know. Much. I'm already I'm drinking cup. from a red cup. Although it's okay because it's like, you know... We're getting close. Yeah, but... We're really close to Thanksgiving. It's, uh, Although I have to tell you, now. after the election, I was distraught and um, I walked into... This is totally off topic. We're going to get back to your book. I'm like walking into a store and they were playing Jingle Bells and it made me happy. 
You were like, bring it on. Normally, I would vomit my face off because it's like, you know, so far in. But, um, you know, it was like kind of a happy thing. Yeah, (laughs) you were like, I'll take it. (laughs) So you you kind of have the working title of this rounds on me. Yeah. So we'll see if that changes, you know. So do we get to see your process of bringing this book together? And and do you actually kind of put foot to pavement to go out to publishers? So what we did is before we started filming, we had already gotten pretty close to being finalized on a on a proposal Mm -hmm. and so there's a lot that you'll see this season on the show in terms of like all the work that goes into pitching that yeah so it's not just make a you know we had a night where we sat in my apartment and experimented and (laughs) you know we got pretty drunk experimenting with cocktails but it was actually really good it was work it was working we were working really hard hard yeah yeah it's so hard you gotta suffer (laughs) (laughs) so i want to ask what what's the kind of like i like the caprese because i'm imagining the caprese being like tomato the little bit of basil yeah put mozzarella in there too um yes i actually posted that was one that um i've been posting uh cocktail recipes from things that we've been experimenting with on my Instagram. And that was one of the first ones I posted. And it, yeah, I muddled cherry tomatoes uh-huh. with a little bit of agave, just to make sure things remain yeah. cocktail-like. Uh-huh. And some basil leaves. Uh-huh. And then there's just like a tiny bit of balsamic reduction in there. I love that. Just a little. I love it, Just though. for the hint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then vodka, there's cracked pepper on top. And yeah, we garnish with a mozzarella ball, a cherry tomato, and a basil leaf. I'm drooling. It's I'm drooling. Kind of my favorite <laughs> thing. so good. It is really um, good. I'm excited to see that. You know, I, I kind of like, one of the things I like is I like to get to know the person behind the thing, the show. And um, one of the other things that I really enjoy is um, when people have like passions that are good, like close to them, especially when it's related. Like if you were about to tell me, you know, I know I do bartending, but I'm going to do a book on travel. I'm like, oh, okay. But um, <laughs> that is also kind of like my other <laughs> You're thing. Like, by the way, to... that's my next book. By the book. way, my next book is a book on travel. Um... <laughs> okay, foot out of mouth right now. <laughs> that's my other obsession in life. featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Taba Samir. We were talking a little bit about skin, and you were talking about like how makeup as a, and this is something that I can totally get um, as a dermatologist about skin and makeup and makeup causing you to break out. And you mm-hmm. said that that's kind of inspired you to to collaborate yeah. with a makeup company. Yeah, I've partnered with Frankie Rose Cosmetics, mm-hmm. and everything is hypoallergenic, uh, cruelty free, gluten free, and it's. I'm telling you, you know, I I started using it. You know, it's one of those things where they're like, "Hey, try it out, try it out, and let us know what you think." Mm-hmm. And I tried everything, and I. I don't use anything else now. Isn't that crazy? I mean, my skin has been so much better. Um, I also, I think, have gotten better at applying makeup, so I think that helps. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they have an entire line that... I. It's kind of hard because it's, you know, we're, this is audio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, it's hard to... Yeah, when you're but, talking about makeup, it's hard yeah, to speak hard about to, it. Yeah, it's hard to explain that my skin looks so much better, and I love this company. And Well, here I'm looking directly across from you, and I can tell you that her skin looks fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not Thank just you. saying that, but it does. It looks really good. So you think that the the problem with makeup too is people put 
you know, uh, you get a little bit of acne, then you mm-hmm. put makeup on, and yeah. they usually go for the very heavy, thick coverage, like the yeah. you know, Mac Studio Fix that's like heavy. Yeah. And then that actually causes more breakouts that's, because you're clogging the pores, and it's like this yeah. vicious cycle. And sometimes you just got to take a step back. You yeah, know? that's something that I actually. Um, I have kind of like rosy cheeks. Yeah. I don't have rosacea, mm-hmm. but I have rosy cheeks. Yeah. Um, and I would always put on thicker mm-hmm. coverage. To cover that up, yeah. Right, and then I realized like that's not, yeah. that's not the way to go. Like I've honestly, like it's taken me 30 years, but after 30 years, I can honestly say that now I know how to put on makeup and not look worse. Well, it's ironic that you talk about that because I was joking with people on um, just the, the makeup artists that I know. I'm like, you know, when, when I went through puberty then most kids go through puberty, we look like we're going through puberty. Yeah. I'm seeing these <laughs> girls now like they oh are. My God. Con- you know what I mean? You know yeah, what I'm going It's like with me that. at 13 mm-hmm. and these girls at 13 is like another. How is it I don't that get it. every one of these girls look like Adriana Lima's younger sister? No, like, I know. They contour, they highlighted the, the contact lens thing is back. Like oh, everybody's yeah. starting to no, do that. No, I have to I have to assume that some of that has to be Facetune or Photoshop. I mean, come uh, on. Possibly, it's not fair. It's not fair. What but makes you know, me feel better if I tell myself that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what else I think it is? I think that, you know, the social media world, it's like we're it's like when you're in eighth grade mm-hmm. and at least when I grew up. I can tell you, I was comparing myself to other eighth graders yes. in my school and maybe other schools, you yeah. know, like in the neighborhoods and the cities. Yeah. Imagine today being in eighth grade and comparing yourself to everybody around the world yeah. because of social media. Yeah. So that's you're true. like keeping up on a next level. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I saw this one video on Instagram where I think this girl was six and she oh did God. her own makeup. And Stop. contoured and put lashes on. Oh, wow. And I didn't know whether to throw up or clap. I didn't know how to react right? to yeah, it. Yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> it's so confusing. I wouldn't know either. I mean, geez. And one part of me wants to be like, that's, damn girl, like, yeah, get it. That's great. But then part of me is like, Oh no, but why? But why? Yeah. <laughs> and the whole contact lens thing is coming back where people are they're making really, yeah. really good ones. Yeah. And um people are just popping them in. I'm like, but I can tell because you had to look at the pupils. Yeah, the pupils you never always, move. You can tell. Yeah. I've seen it I saw something on the internet where people can surgically change their eye yeah. color. Mm-hmm. And that it's is, not legal in this country. Well, it shouldn't be. Yeah. So <laughs> because they look like they have high beams coming out of their eyeballs. It's scary. <laughs> it's so yeah. scary. Please it's don't so do scary. that. Please don't. Please just use her makeup line instead. Yeah. <laughs> just use use Frankie Rose and and just you know. Love well, yourself. I kind of am happy that we get to see more of you because um, I think that the past few seasons you were kind of coming into the picture as the new girlfriend of, mm-hmm. and that's how you started. Yeah, right. Yeah, I've always found that frustrating. Yeah, I, I would be too. Yeah, it, you know, I always have found it for. I love, obviously, I love Tom, of course, and obviously, I love doing things with him and mm-hmm. whatever. But it's always been frustrating when you're like, no, but I'm me, mm-hmm. and I have so much going on that I would love to be able to share with people, but I I can only push so hard. I can't, yeah. you know. I don't want to be angry at him. It's not his fault. No, but that's a frustrating thing. It's almost coming to like a new group of friends and then mm-hmm. your new girlfriend and then you had to fight your way or kind of like not fight. But... Like fight, fight to define yourself. Yeah. You fight to show people that this is this is who you are. And there was a little bit of a division um, in, in the past seasons over, you know, Kristen and like who could be friends with her and who can't be. But it seems like that's kind of like under the bridge now, water under the bridge. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know who I want to be friends with and who I don't want to be friends with. Yeah. And it's not based. Based on anybody being my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend, yeah. I'm cool with his past ex-girlfriends. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he's he's friends with a couple of his ex-girlfriends. I'm friends with some of my ex-boyfriends. Yeah. Um, so I know who I want to be friends with and who I don't want to be friends with. And the only thing that ever has like really gotten under my skin is when people try to tell me what to do. Yeah. And then I get fed up and I like lash out and I say something like really horrifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, who hasn't been there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how, and I always feel like those are the moments that always make it onto TV. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of glad that, you know, last season was tough, mm-hmm. but I honestly think that it was the best thing for me mm-hmm. to establish boundaries with people because I don't think anybody would try to tell me now who I should well, they, hang out with and, yeah. who, and who I shouldn't. The thing about your establishing that boundary is us as your viewers are watching you become your own person because and, and I'm sure that's how it felt to you doing it, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, you could have been the girlfriend that just puts up with it. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, like, but that's not me. I've never yeah. been that person. Yeah. You know, I, I, there are things I really care about and there's a lot of things I really don't care about. Mm-hmm. And I tend to be a pretty laid back person. Mm-hmm. But when somebody tries to tell me like what to do or how to live, that's when I just kind of start, I put my foot down. Yeah. You know, what about the other girls in terms of like, have you been able to develop some relationships, like friendships? Like you feel like it's a genuine friendship with some of the other girls on the show mm-hmm. um i mean sheena's been a friend of mine for a really yeah, long time that's been established yeah as and a friendship. we yeah and we you know obviously had a, a everything was had always been fine so mm-hmm. i can't say we've had ups and downs mm-hmm. we've only had one down yeah um and that was really tough but she's we never stopped being friends mm-hmm. and that's a friendship that i have seen i've seen her grow a lot as a person mm-hmm. and i think that i've grown and our friendship has grown because we've been better at communicating with each other mm-hmm. and not letting things build up to a point where we resent each mm-hmm. other or you know of get to where we were last year and also because you know right now she's going through a, a period of, of, of a trying period with her, mm-hmm. everything that's going on with her personally yeah. when something like that happens to somebody on on any show especially like the word now is Sheena and her marriage and you know it's been out there in the public I just am curious how that affects the rest of you like because it's so public yet it's Mm -hmm. so private yeah you know it's always interesting like how do you know when it's okay to say hey can I help you with this but she hasn't told you but you read it somewhere Right. I mean, that's one thing that's good about us all being Mm -hmm. actually friends and Mm -hmm. close. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not necessarily close with everybody on the show, but she knows somebody I'm close with. And, you know, we have lots of just private, like, chill time together. Yeah. And I think that that's something that keeps everything real and keeps everything grounded. It's not just something that you see in press. Like, we really do talk all the time. Yeah. So if she's down about something or going through a hard time, you know, we're all there for her. And you would probably, it sounds like, you're probably one of the people that would know about it before everybody else does. So it, by yeah. the time it's out there, you already kind and of And there's like, sometimes a lot of things that are out there that aren't actually true. Right. Things that are out there. Or like, you know, maybe sometimes it's like the main point of something might be true, but then there's all these like quotes yeah. from inside, quote unquote, inside sources that are like complete BS. Like, yeah. you see a lot of that. Of course. But yeah. you can't go on the internet and argue with every single person that ha- makes an assumption or has 
an opinion because you'll you should not you'll make literally an, never not be off of the internet. <laughs> you should never be with any. I should never try and engage with any of those people. Like, bye, Felicia. You know yeah, what I mean? like, yeah. Um, you know, like, I, enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. <laughs> and you know, when somebody is going to be that, I talk about this all the time. It's just you can't take the positive seriously, mm-hmm. and you can't take the negative seriously. Yeah. they yeah. don't know you. They know what you're. You're. And people are very wishy washy. Yeah, as well. You know, and those same people they love you and hate you in yeah. the same the, the they'll watch one episode of the show and think that you're the most amazing person in the world and then next week you say something that you disagree with and then and they're they hate hating you on you and they think you suck oh, <laughs> but they're the same people I mean that will see you on the street and probably want to take a picture with you yeah so it's, and you know, I, you know you and I value it. them and mm-hmm. I want them to stick around I'm just saying just, as a human being but it's, it's different it's yeah different. Like, sometimes and, I don't think they necessarily see you as a human being no, and no. and um, sometimes they do which is great but. I think that sometimes you're looked more at as like a, a commodity or just like something a, for entertainment value. Yeah, and you're looking you're looking at the personality, you know. Yeah. Um, and one of the cool things that I like, like why I like to do this, is I get a lot of people in here who are like on TV, and even myself. Like I sometimes am so blown away by who I thought they were going to be versus what they yeah. are after I talk to them. Yeah. I'm almost. 99% of the time more impressed with them after you know there's a few that I'm like eh, okay <laughs> <laughs> got that over with yeah. but um, but like with you like one of the things that I, I wanted to ha- talk with you before we got into too much of the Vanderpump which is amazing I love the show I watch it every week yeah I watch it every you know, week Monday's I love it it's, it's one of my favorite shows um, <laughs> you know was your personal goals and you talked to me about how you're helping build schools helping with yeah. building schools yeah there's Haiti. a group called Project Elevate that um, I've gotten close with it's I don't know if anybody would remember um, probably because he's gorgeous but my friend Richardson has been on the show Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. last season he was speaking French to Lisa about oh, James that's Kennedy right yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very so handsome, Richardson yeah. um, that name too Come yeah on. that is real name Richardson is amazing <laughs> um, so he and my friend it's Lou like Lewis, Woodward <laughs> yeah right yeah I mean he's a god mm-hmm. um, they have a group called Project Elevate mm-hmm. and basically they're concentrating right now on rebuilding this one particular school that Lou Lewis so Lou Lewis's parents owned this ran this school mm-hmm. and after the earthquake Lou's father was assassinated mm. and so his mom's been running this school all by herself and the father was assassinated in Haiti yes in wow. Haiti yes wow. I'm sorry I, I totally skipped over that um, yeah. in Haiti mm-hmm. yes and so this school needed to be rebuilt I mean they they needed new bathrooms. They needed. I'm, I, I, you can go on the website mm-hmm. and look at photos because it tells the story so much better oh, no, than the, I can the, try to the verbally describe. Website is Project Elevate. Yeah. Okay. Um, e L E V number eight. Oh. Okay. Or if you just go- Google Project Elevate. Elevate yeah, we'll put eight. that in the description box. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, they go to Haiti. And, well, they raise money all year, mm-hmm. and then they go to Haiti, and then they put that money to use. Mm-hmm. But they don't just put it to use. They don't like hire a company. Like it's legitimately them yeah. with hammers and shovels. And that was something That's that pretty cool. Um, we raised money for them this summer, Tom and I. And then we were planning on going to Haiti with them in December, but the the trip's been postponed because of holidays and things like that. Yeah. So hopefully, sometime early next year, we'll be able to go to Haiti and really like 
make it happen. So you will actually be over there with hammer nails. Oh yeah, four by fours, whatever you do, drywall, the building stuff, screwdrivers. That's pretty awesome. Hopefully, See, it's I a think that's gun. every every charity, everything with what did you say, screw gun? I, I was like, gun. I said <laughs> glue gun, or I said screwdriver, and then I thought that sounds like really hard. I'd rather have like a screw gun. <laughs> I heard glue gun. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be Maybe really a glue gun. <laughs> let's build. That'll really pl- survive the next. Let's hurricane. do that because that's all about how you have earthquake. <laughs> yeah, good luck with your glue. I have a glue gun. I'm gonna have a hammer. Um, glue gun in one hand, hammer in the other. Sounds like sounds like my kind of building. But um, <laughs> so one of the things about the charity that you're talking about, like I, I think all charity is an amazing thing. But you know, when you actually put yourself in the mix and you're the ones like building, mm-hmm. that's gonna change you immensely as a, yeah. as a person. I think what's really cool about it is, you know, I've donated to charities in the past. I've donated to like Red Cross mm-hmm. or. Um, even like uh, after the Pulse shooting, mm-hmm. I donated to yeah. um, Equality Florida Equality's mm-hmm. fund. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that while all of that is wonderful and people should still continue to donate money to, to larger groups like that, when it's something like this that you can actually see like concrete what's happening and I can show you like this is a before and after of us taking that $10,000 and this is what $10,000 did can do, right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is something that is a good way to motivate people who see it to mm-hmm. then donate because they know for a fact like this is what's happening yeah. and this is where my money's going. Yeah. It's really and I powerful. Think that's important because you know sometimes you just need to figure out there's a lot of uh, great wonderful causes out there mm-hmm. but find out what makes you what makes you yeah. you know what what, what ugh, you know trying to say what yeah, works what for makes you. your what like makes heart you, tick. Yes. yes. I was going to say tick and then I didn't say it because <laughs> I'm like then you said it. So um, Tele- I think that's telepathic fat. over here. I know, right? <laughs> um, but I'm like I'm actually kind of excited that we'll be seeing more of this side of you because yeah. You're kind of, you know, the one person that it's so little that we got know and have learned about you. Yeah, and um, I feel like yeah, it's it's always a struggle to try to to yeah. try to show people, you know, what I am doing on a day to day basis. because yeah. a lot, of, you know, I, not not to talk down. I don't mean to like talk myself up and talk other people down at all when mm-hmm. I say this, but you know. There are a lot of people, whether on our my show or or on other shows, where you know they do a lot of like taking selfies all day, mm-hmm. and and there's nothing wrong with that. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I don't want, I don't mean to like say that they're less than mm-hmm. because of that, but, but you want to be doing something. I different. have so much more that I that I do on, regularly that I would like to show people, and maybe people would then. Maybe on other shows, people would get hired or, or you know, mm-hmm. get shown. On, maybe I don't know. I want to like start a, rev- a reality TV revolution. I'm it's with like you. A, it's I'm like a one you. woman struggle over no, here no, so no. far. <laughs> I'm so with you because one of the things that I found frustrating when I kind of was in that whole world too was that I just, you know, I'm a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know that there are people that watched my entire season? It was just a one season thing that didn't know that. Oh my gosh! And I'm just like, how could you not know that? Because, because, because that's, that's there's not like what they a, wanted to say about me. You they know? want it, yeah. And the, and I I understand. I understand wanting to show like interpersonal dynamics. I know that that's important, and I know that that's what drives reality TV for most for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I totally get wanting to show like and being entertained and being fun. Yeah, like yeah, fun I and entertaining stuff. But I just feel like there's a there's a whole another a whole other realm of fun and entertaining stuff. Yeah. That, that is not necessarily that. Yeah. But the thing that makes your particular show so much fun is your interpersonal relationships. Oh my gosh. It really it's is. It's a hot ass mess. It is a hot ass <laughs> mess. Like, you know, will, did Brittany and Kiss, what, Kristen really? Um, uh, yeah, that I, whole thing. 
Oh my god. <laughs> and what what a fun boyfriend for you to like throw your right? girlfriend under the bus like here's, that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's my take on that. Do I believe it? I, I don't know if I necessarily believe. Jax is notorious for lying and yeah, embellishing. Hello. Even if something like if the base baseline of something maybe happened, mm-hmm. he will embellish to the nth degree. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. So he's kind of like that boy that cried, the boy who cried wolf. Right. So whether this is true or not, there's, I mean, look, they're going to deny that it happened. Jax is going to say he saw it. And really, is anybody ever going to really know? Like, that's no. just kind of how well, it is. Well, they will know in about six months when Jack finally admits the truth on the reunion show. That's what they'll know. That's usually what happens when he goes, oh, uh, usually what happens is he goes, oh, yeah, no, I lied about that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I slept with her in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Why did you say, oh, I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but so whether or not I believe it's true is irrelevant. The fact is that it's hella juicy. The fa- it is. He- it is hella mm-hmm. juicy. And I think it's funny. Like I always laugh about it. Like I laughed about it when he when Tom told me about it on the sh- like I laughed about it. And then I remember there was like later on I was doing my confessional interviews and something was happening and I was just laughing about it because my thing is like Jax, if you are heartbroken that your girlfriend co- like cheated on you with right. Kristen, you would have either ended the relationship or you would be you wouldn't just be going around telling people. No. So to me, it just feels cruel. Yeah. It feels like a way to embarrass Britney, whether yeah. it's true or not. It still feels like it's a way to like embarrass yeah. her oh, or, yeah. or I, I don't know. I don't know either. That there's He's always such a drama queen. He, I'm I telling mean, you, Jax Taylor loves to gossip. <laughs> well, it was really funny. So the story I wanted to mention um, was like, I was at the, the pump Sheena's Halloween party. Oh yeah. And I went with a friend of mine who's also on a TV show on Bravo. And there was a guy there behind the bar that she was convinced was Jax. Oh my gosh. It was probably Eric. He looks exactly like yeah. Jax, right? He does look a lot like Jax. Right. It has and to so, be Eric. It has to be that person you're talking about. Cause you know that they look there the same build and everything. Yeah. So she was kind of chatting with him and she's on her show and she's you know people know who she is um, I'm sure she wouldn't care if I told you who it was, but I'm not going to. Um, but <laughs> she goes, um, yeah, you know, something to the effect of like, I, I, we're like in this TV thing together or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh-huh, like looking at her. And I didn't know what was happening because I knew it wasn't Jax. Yeah. And I was like, why is she talking to him? Like he knows who she is. And and then um, she like gives him like an extra large tip because she's thinking it's Jax. Yeah. And that they're, you know, in the Bravo family together. And then um, she goes, you know, I think that that's, you know, Jax was like, he's met me before. I'm like, babe, that's not Jax. That's not Jax. <laughs> that's some guy that looks like Jax. Like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, that's not him. She's like, I yeah. just fucking gave him a huge tip. I'm like, wasn't even Jax. I'm like, well, he appreciated. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he appreciated it. Um, You know what I appreciate is like you being so fun to talk to. Oh, thanks. You're super fun to talk to. I'm excited Thank to you. see what happens down the line for you. Oh, thanks. I mean, hopefully good things. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anything juicy that we should like you can even tell us because I know you guys can't say anything mm. but you got your book hopefully we get to see that struggle yes and I mean this season I'm just telling you is gonna be so crazy and it's like one of those things I really don't want to give away too much about it but I have to say that it's so unexpected uh-huh and oh man Buckle up is what you're saying. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah, Buckle seriously, up, people. Get ready for the drama. I can't wait. Well, um, in case people are living under a rock, can you tell everybody your um, social media, your Instagram yeah. and such? Um, so my Twitter is Ariana2525. That's A-R-I-A-N-A, 2525. And my Instagram is pretty much the same, With the except extra it's got an extra 25 on <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and you know what? After your book is done, you have to come back and we have to like try this little Caprese cocktail. That would be cocktail. a great idea. 
And yeah. we can actually sip it on air. And then we, we'll just get wasted. And then we'll just, you know, it's for work. It's for work. <laughs> yeah. And it's, we're working we're really working. hard over here, people. Come on. What, what that makes sense? A camera, an audio, and alcohol. Come on. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, how you make that's good how radio, you make right? Good radio, right? <laughs> thank you so much for being on. And can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Got it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.